Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your home for college football Saturdays is live with CBS Sports Analyst Rick Neuheisel. Powered by Taco Time. Hungry? At Taco Time, it's easy to create exactly what you're craving. And we wouldn't have it any other way. How do you Taco Time? Customize your meal and order ahead on the Taco Time Northwest app. Taco Time. Time for something different. Now with Rick Neuheisel, here's Softy and Dick. All right, joining us right now on the radio show, uh, a guy who... Is riding a two-game losing streak, baby, on his Taco Time pick of the week. He, like me and like everybody else in America, had the Trojans covering last Friday versus Utah. And damn it, USC did not live up to their end of the bargain. So I think we got the Army-Navy game this weekend. We'll get Rick's pick on that in a matter of minutes. But here he is, courtesy of our friends at Taco Time, Rick Neuheisel. How are you, man? I am great. Uh, better than Caleb Williams' hamstring, I guess. Which un- undid it, which undid everything. Which undid everything in that ball game. But congratulations to the Utes. Uh, Kyle Whittingham built an unbelievable program, and I like their chances against Penn State. I think you're right about Caleb Williams getting hurt. I think it changed the whole dynamic of that game, but I still don't know if USC's defense could have stopped that Utah offense. I mean, uh, Utah kicked their ass, and if Caleb Williams was healthy, it may have been a 45-42 Utah win. What do you think? Well, you're right. I actually went back and watched the film uh, because I was in Atlanta and I was at a CBS dinner, so I didn't get a chance to watch much of the game. So I went back and watched the film. And I'm just going to tell you that when Caleb Williams went down with that hamstring injury on the long run, there was no question that Utah, as the game continued to wear on, and they realized he was hampered. They no longer valued the zone read run. As a matter of fact, there was a first and goal on the three-yard line where he'd scored against Notre Dame and scored against UCLA every time. He didn't take keep the ball this time. He would have walked in. He handed off, and they were able to just pin their ears back and come after him when he dropped back when they got the lead, and they were certainly able to jump the running back. So it became a one-sided game without him able to move around as he had done so beautifully all season long. Is Caleb Williams her Heisman Trophy winner? You know, I think he's going to win, but I think he hurt himself, not literally, but figuratively with the the, the stuff on the fingernails. And uh, I think he posted yeah. something that kind of trivialized Max Duggan's effort. Yep. Uh, that, to me, is a bad look. And I don't know how many Heisman voters realized that he had done that and were able to vote after that. But if there were enough... It could have cost him, which would have been a terrible deal. I actually think Lincoln Riley missed an opportunity to make sure that that guy understood that he was in that kind of limelight and there was no need to do that stuff with the fingernails. Right, right. Well, he's going to take a lot of heat for that for a long time, and he's coming back for at least one more year. But Rick Neuheisel with us, and I'll tell you who else is coming back is our guy Michael Penix. How about that? You and I and Dick were talking a few weeks ago, and you mentioned, hey, I would advise the guy to come back. The the, the, the draft is stocked, and why don't you bring him back for one more year? And apparently he listened to you. He's returning to school. How about that? 
See, Michael Penix is Iyer Simpatico. He understands right. that uh, an, another year in the Northwest will be uh, wonderful for him. Hey, listen, what a, what a great season. I think it's a shame that he and Hen and Hooker aren't both in New York this weekend. They both are deserving. Uh, they're both great college football stories and uh, and great college football players. And it would have been neat to have them also honored as finalists for the Heisman. But that being said, terrific news that he's coming back. He and Kalen DeBoer are an absolute dynamic duo. And uh, I'm sure it will be the catalyst to bring a bunch of other kids, both freshmen and, uh, and otherwise, uh, also to Seattle. And it'll put the, the Huskies right in the top of the conversation when we begin 2023. Well, Rick, we joke about him listening to you, but I actually brought it up with Michael Penix both of the times we had him on in the last month that you said he should come back. So maybe he did end up listening to you, but he should he have gone to New York City or did you like the four choices? No, I think he should have been there. Now, that's not to tell any of the four choices they shouldn't be there. I just don't understand why the Heisman Trust in, in having this reward award doesn't have a few more people that are, especially if they're deserving. I don't, right. I, I know we got to have highlight shows and all that stuff. It's a TV show. Uh, but I think there are more deserving people and they should include everybody who's within that fine line. And certainly Hendon Hooker and, and Michael Penix are in that. And I would even go as far as Blake Corum. I think he should have been there. So yeah. those seven to me should have all been there. Well, there's 13,000 uh, 13, players in college football. So taking se- seven yeah. or five doesn't sure. seem so yeah. ridiculous. And you're right. It'd be great promotion for those schools. And look, I mean, all of this and was it, supposed to be. And, and in this year where we didn't have a clear winner, yeah. uh, to me, it makes sense to have more. And maybe you shorten the individual conversations and all that stuff. But, uh, hey, I've seen Chris Fowler and, and uh, Kirk Herbstreit work fast. They can work fast. <laughs> Let's just get it done. Sure. Well, just or just make it a damn ninety-minute show. What the heck? Uh, uh, Rick Neuheisel with us and Deion Sanders, man. You and Deion Sanders have something in common. Both of you are Colorado <laughs> head football coaches. I mean, unbelievable. When you were when you left Colorado for UW in nineteen ninety-nine, and I would have told you, hey, Rick, in about twenty years from now, Deion Sanders is going to have your job coaching the Buffaloes. Would you have bought that? <laughs> No, that would have been a reach, but uh, I'm happy for Dion. He and I actually were in Baltimore together his last year as a player in the NFL in 2007. Uh, so I have great respect for Dion. I didn't like, and it's just one man's opinion, that he, he took the cameras into the team room. Yeah. That conversation should have been private. And, and to sit there and talk about uh, no earrings and no hats as he's sitting there wearing a hat in the team room, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, holy smokes, you were looking like you were running people off. He's already announced his kid's going to be the starting quarterback. What happened to competition? You know, there was a coach there by the name of Dan Hawkins who started his son. It didn't turn out good. So all that stuff should have been kept under wraps in, in, in behind closed doors. It might have ended up being the way it is anyway. But uh, Coach Prime has his own way of doing things, and we're going to find out quickly if it works. Were the right four teams in the playoffs, and what did you make of Nick Saban's lobbying to get in? I uh, think the right four teams are in. I would have had a Michigan-Ohio State rematch. Ooh. I would have put uh, Ohio State at three, and I would have put TCU at four because I think uh, Georgia would have picked TCU to be the four seed. And I think right. the one seed, if they're getting, pick, if they're getting a chance to pick uh, the venue that they're playing in, they should also get to pick you know, between three and four who they want to play. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. But that, but that aside, that aside, uh, the right four teams are in. And as for um, whether or not Nick Saban should have been out there stumping, I would have pushed back if I were Nick Saban. I would, I would have not done that. I think, you know, there's it, it, always some real. Uh, it's like the Masters green jacket, right? The, the the guy who won the year before holds up the jacket and lets the other guy put it on, whether he made the cut or not. Right. I think Nick in that case should have been in symbolically holding up the green jacket. We've had our chances in this deal. We didn't get it done. We had lost two games late, but at the end of the day, you know what? It's excited for these other four teams to get the experience. Yeah, a little decorum, Nick. Come on, pal. Yeah. Heck? yeah. Uh, and you're right about Michigan-Ohio State. They had a chance to create a storyline. It would have been the biggest Michigan-Ohio State game maybe ever, right? Meeting in the sure, semifinals, and they totally blew and, that. And but... at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, we are an entertainment industry. That's I mean, right. goodness gracious. That's right. That's and then right. It, I thought it also ridiculous that Boo Corrigan said that and the conversation never came up. In what universe does he think we're living in? <laughs> Come on, it's Boo. Boo land, baby. <laughs> That's where we're mother. living in Boo land. Uh, Rick Neuheisel Boo-lander. with us, courtesy yeah, of Taco Time. That's right. Uh, how about the Stanford job? Jason Garrett, former Cowboy coach, is rumored to be up for the Stanford job. And I'm I'm fascinated by Troy Taylor because Troy Taylor, you know what, eight, nine years ago was coaching Jake Browning in high school at Folsom, and now he's at Sac State, and he's up for the job at Stanford. What do you make of those two guys? Troy Taylor was a GA for me at uh, Colorado. Troy Troy's a wonderful guy and a wonderful coach, uh, and I would be thrilled for either of those guys. It's a hard job, though. It's it's that job has changed drastically in the last few years with name, image, and likeness and transfer portal, because Stanford's not a place that's going to accept a bunch of transfers. It's just not going to be that way. And as the rest of the conference can take guys that can get into school uh, in a much more quick and efficient way that isn't going to be the case and yet their guys are still going to be poached as david shaw made uh reference to and when he was saying goodbye that his guys have been poached over the course of the season this is this is an interesting job so it's going to take somebody that's going to have to really really understand the dynamic of how to recruit these guys and find a way to build stanford as we've known it here in the last uh you know 15 years under uh harbaugh and shaw because they they a new brand of Stanford football. Uh, you know, people forget that John Elway never went to a bowl game. I mean, it, it, it's it's a little bit of a nervous job right now. So it'll be interesting to see who takes it. Well, Rick, today, uh, Kalen DeBoer was named the AP Coach of the Year in the Pac-12, but I guess the quote-unquote official Pac-12 Coach of the Year is voted by you coaches. Uh, it was a tie between Kalen DeBoer and Jonathan Smith. So your thoughts on uh, who you would have named uh, the Coach of the Year? And also, should they have coaches vote? for coach of the year because if you're the huskies why are you voting for the oregon coach and if you're oregon's coach why are you voting for the husky coach it only hurts you in recruiting yeah it's uh i think when we get on those phone calls and a lot of that's done over a phone call you know you do all conference it's kind of a you scratch my back i'll scratch your back type of thing and so at the end of the day those two guys were so close they said let's just name them yeah i'm sure it was a wink wink nod nod handshake deal let's just name them both but both are wildly deserving. It was a banner year for the Pac-12. Six teams in the top 18. Uh, 
you know, just just terrific football. And George Klyovkov's got to be just kicking himself that he couldn't keep the Trojans and the Bruins in the league. We'll wait and see what comes of the next TV deal. I know he's, you know, like that swan on the lake, you know, looking regal above the water, but going like hell underneath. That that uh, that's kind of what's going on with him. We'll see what uh, transpires with the new yep. TV deal. All right, you feel good picking the uh, Army Navy winner? <laughs> After the year I've had, I don't feel good picking anything. <laughs> well, here's but, the deal. Uh, here's the but, deal, Coach. Hang on, because this is what we're going to do. I won't even give you your record on the year because it's not even worth talking about. You know what? Okay? Uh, you gave but, me the two-game losing streak already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, you go but, ahead. I mean, it was well, it was nonsensical. My my record. I understand. All right, but but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put everything on the line this weekend. Yeah. In this we're game, all your losses were just done. Right. Never mind the record. We're getting all of our losses back this Saturday. Midshipman given two and a half. Talk to us. It is America's game, the 122nd version. It will be on CBS. <laughs> and it, it is such a cool thing to be a part of. It's such a cool thing to be down and amongst them. Uh, these two teams will go tooth and nail to the bitter end. The game will go rather quickly because both are triple option. Both are going to try to run the football. Brian Newberry, the defensive coordinator for Navy, has done such a job that Navy finished fourth in the country against the run. So my, if I were leaning anyway, I'd lean Navy, but my dad's an Army man, so I could never lean Navy. So I'm going with the under. The, I think it's wow. 32 and a half. Okay. Uh, 13, uh, this is going to be a 13-10 game. Mark my words, 13-10. And it's going to be as good a 13-10 game as you can ever get. Think about right. this. We got red. We have red states. We have blue states. We have, you know, it, it, it's it, we're so divided. But this is for three hours we get to be one again. And all rooting for Army-Navy, and it is America's game. I can't wait. Well, remember last year we had a guy uh, on a punt team take a snap that he didn't know was coming That's and right. run for a first yeah. down. That's remember right. that Diego, last year? Diego Fago. Diego Fago. That's right. Fago. That's yeah. right. All right, we're going to go just under. He just caught it. <laughs> under. Under 32 and a half in the Navy game. All right, man, good stuff. And uh, we'll talk in a few weeks. All right, get caught up during bowl season. All right, pal? Thanks, Rick. I look forward to it. I'm excited about that Washington-Texas game. That should be yeah, a good we have, one. We yeah, me too. That, 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 that under is not going to be 32 and a half, I guarantee you that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the, twice that. That'll be the under after, after you know, 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. All right, go get him. See you, man. Rick Neuheisel with us, courtesy of Taco Time. Good stuff. Uh, Mike Holmgren, 4 o'clock today. We got Raiders. We got Rams coming up at 5. We got some baseball talk coming up as we continue live from the Central Barn Restaurant in Bellevue right here on 93.3 KJRFM. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.